Good morning or evening or nighttime when you're listening to this. It's morning for us when we're recording. Welcome back to the Paranormal Podcast. I'm Renee. Paranormal. Paranormal. <laughs> you can't even get the name right. And I, oh. I'm Dustin. Oh, <laughs> Leave that in. And it's too early. Um, we're recording this on Saturday morning because last night we got distracted at um, a really awesome Mexican food place called Chondo's Tacos. Mm. And then I spent too long in Kohl's shopping for maternity outfits. So here we are <laughs> at Real barely talk. at barely in the morning, 1129. <laughs> Welcome back to the Paranor Cal podcast, um, episode four. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite places to visit because it's super close to us. Mine too. And it is the Carey House Hotel in Placerville, California, a.k.a. Hangtown. And um, it's going to be a fun episode. I did a little bit of research. I think a lot of it, we can kind of just talk about our own experiences there. Yeah. Um, Because we've stayed twice. And we've been there... You gotta let out a bail yawn. I'm done now. Okay, I thought it was gonna be like a like one of those. No. Okay, he tricked me. Um, what was I saying? Something about Carrie House. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, we've stayed there twice overnight. Once with Henry, my little brother, because <laughs> he wanted to go haunted hotel. That was our first time staying. There. Yeah, and we actually stayed in the bridal suite on the. Third floor, fourth floor. I think it was the third. I don't think we were on the top floor. Third floor. Yeah. Probably. We'll go with that. Yeah. And on the second time we went, what what was it? Two days later, because we wanted to go alone <laughs> to yes. investigate. Because as much as we love Henry, he was uh, excited and spooked at the same time. And he passed out really early, so we couldn't both go down and investigate at the same time. One of us had to stay with him while he slept. So we stayed alone, just the two of us. And we got into one of the most haunted rooms, supposedly, on the second floor, 212. That was it, right? Supposedly. Yeah. Yes, it was. Um, And that was a really fun night. Although we didn't really spend much time in the room. <laughs> we got a lot more time in the lobby. Um... Yeah, we just slept in the room. <laughs> yeah, we just slept there because we weren't getting enough exciting stuff in there. So we went down in our socks and PJs in the lobby at like three in the morning to play chess and ghost hunt. Lucy's back at it again in this episode. So if you hear her, <laughs> she wouldn't shut up all morning. And so she's squawking. Yeah, she's the hanging. bird. If you're new to the podcast, yeah. Lucy is a bird. <laughs> Lucy's She's our not daughter. our daughter. No. Uh, yeah. Freaking Lucy. Yeah. Um, she's distracting me now. She hangs upside down like Spider-Man. It's funny. And we have Evie here, too. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Say hi, Evie. Oh, wrong one. Not you, Lucy. Not you. <laughs> anyway. All right, hold on. Yeah, put her back where she can't. Oh, no. You're bringing her over here? Please don't. <laughs> but if she's over here, she'll be quiet. All right. We'll see. All right. She's just going to eat your hair over there? Something. Okay. Your glasses. Glasses okay. this time. So, uh, <laughs> what? What was I saying? 
You're talking about the times that we visited. Oh, yeah. We stayed in 212, and we spent most of the time in the lobby in our pajamas. Um, And that was the night where we actually got some stuff that um, I think made Dustin more of a believer. Yes. For sure. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, let's let's not quite dive in, but let's little uh, dip our toes into the history of the Cary House Hotel here. So most of our sources for this are uh, our own experiences and what they have in the lobby of the hotel as far as articles go and uh, photos. And then we also have, if you are familiar to the show um, on Travel Channel, Portals to Hell, starring Jack Osborne and, oh, I forget her name, Katrina Weissman, I think. They went uh, last year and... It it premiered in June. The episode premiered in June. Right when we went. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we watched it with Henry in the hotel room. That was fun. So, yeah, we used the episode as a source because there was a paranormal investigator who gave them a tour. And his name is Gene Fountain. And uh, I kind of want to run into him someday because he seems really cool. And he walked him around the hotel. Yes. Can I help you, Evie? You coming to visit? Okay. I'm just saying hi. No? All right. And then the Carrie House website itself has a little blurb on the history and the notable guests. So, the history of the Carrie House Hotel. Um, so, Placerville <laughs> had a rough start during the gold rush. So, no way to put it. Um, everything was wood, to my understanding. Everything was built from wood, as a lot of things were in the town and the entire town and the original hotel that i think stood close to where the carry house is today the el dorado hotel that all burnt down in july of 1856 but good news the town was back up and running within three to four weeks which i find that so hard to believe but i mean if they had nothing else to do because everything was gone i mean yeah everybody in the town i'm sure they were on it yeah so this time, the Carey House Hotel was built by William Carey, and it was famous for being fireproof because of the bricks it was built from in 1857. So this got a lot of guests because they felt safer. So cool on you, Mr. Carey. Um, yeah. And of course, Dustin, let's talk about Placerville being called Hangtown itself. Yeah. Do you remember anything about why well they hung people there that's great <laughs> it's hangtown all right and so we'll catch you next people... week on the paranormal podcast <laughs> anyway it's very spooky they used to kill people in that town um no they well it, it was i from my understanding it was kind of the epicenter of where that kind of stuff happened like when if you were accused of a crime and sentenced to to death, then you would go there to be hung. Kinda. No. So, <laughs> the hang the hangtown tree itself that's that was it's not there anymore. Yeah, it's. Well, the building is there in its place. The building right? that doesn't have anything in it. <laughs> it yes. used to be a co- uh, not a coffee place, an ice cream place. Oh. 
That's a perfect place. Yeah, for remember an ice cream the first place, time right? we went, we were like, "Oh yeah, let's get some ice cream." And right was, on top of the spot. It was where all boarded people up. People were more murdered, moited. Yeah, moited. So the tree's not there anymore, which bums me out. But I mean, I guess I understand why they needed to build shops and stuff. But it's marked by a dummy that hangs from the building. <laughs> and I'll I'll post a picture. I think there's already one on the Instagram page of that. But I'll post a picture if there's not. It's kind of cool. But um, he disappeared for a while during COVID. Well, I think they And then take he came him, back. <laughs> I think they take him down when it rains and they... I when don't know. a pandemic. Maybe sometimes yeah. they just forget to put him up. Because we've been there a couple times where he's not there. <laughs> he's just not there. <laughs> I, I think that somebody's then, just in charge of that and some days he's <laughs> there, some days he's not. All right, you're in charge of the hanging dummy. Yeah. It's your turn this week, Phyllis. Sometimes he has the week off, sometimes <laughs> he's there hanging out. Um, so yeah, Hangtown was called Hangtown because of the tree directly across from the hotel. And this tree in particular only actually had two incidents of hangings. So I thought, yes, I thought it was way more than that, but there were a lot of hangings that happened in the area, like Coloma. Oh, but that specific tree was, okay. We're going to talk about Coloma a different time. That's a whole different can of worms but it's really cool Coloma's probably about 10 minutes away and that's where the gold rush officially started but anyway so the two incidents the first was the original three vigilantes that were hung Hmm. in 1849 and then Irish Dick I don't know why I said it like that only a few months later (laughs) and and we're gonna learn a little bit more about Irish Dick later on um But yeah, a lot of people would come to the hotel for those hangings because they could watch from the balcony right across the street as people were hung. What a view. How rough. Like, that's brutal. But I would have. Sounds like people (laughs) probably... Well, people might have stayed there in hopes to see a hanging. Yeah, I mean, what else was there to do? That was... Unfortunately, it was kind of entertainment. Yeah. I think. I mean, no, for sure it was. Definitely, hangings were a form of entertainment back in the day when that was a when that was a thing. Because mm-hmm. you knew the guy was dying for a reason, and I don't know. Well, they were everywhere. Salem, mm. they they were huge, popular, popular. It was like concerts. Concerts? Uh, You're comparing hangings to concerts? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that Bro, big of an entertainment yes, thing. Yes, dude. People flocked to see hangings. So do you think that, or or do you know, that people would, like, advertise for hangings oh, happening? Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Oh. So, like, they, they would post flyers Probably. around and be like, hey, come see the hanging next Friday night. Come see this dude Bring die your own because, beer. Yeah. <laughs> because he stole a shoe or something. Yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah, you I never, didn't know that? I didn't really think of it like I that until now. I thought you knew that because there was a Mm-mm. picture of people gathered on the Well, I knew that people balcony. would gather to see, but I guess I didn't realize. And I, I also thought that it was maybe some entertainment, but I didn't realize maybe the scope of Yeah, people are messed up. The entertainment. Yeah, you think I'm twisted. Well, no, I'm trying to put myself back in that time period, too. If there were a hanging going on. And you would have gone. If I knew it was going to happen on Friday night, I'd be like, Sure. It's freaking I'm open. 1847. I got nothing to do. There's no Mario, Dustin. There's no Pokemon. <laughs> there's no Animal Crossing. I can't go play my Nintendo Switch. So I guess I'll do? go watch somebody get hung. Yeah. Netflix wasn't around, dude. Drink a little whiskey. 
Probably. <laughs> it was around. I'm sure people were drinking when that was happening. Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah. So, yeah, those were the hangings that happened there. Um, and that's a historical landmark. Now, let's get into the Odd Fellows. Do you know what the Odd Fellows are? I remember the name. Yeah, because they t- they talked about it in the episode a lot. Mm. Um, so well, the, um, I remember hearing about it when we were there, too. Maybe you were just telling me yes, about it. Yes, because I was telling you about it. Okay. <laughs> I was, like, spooking you. And in, in case you haven't caught on yet, folks, at home, in your car, wherever you are, uh, I... <laughs> I I don't usually remember a lot of these conversations <laughs> that we've had in the past or things that I've heard about before. I'm kind of just along for the ride most yeah. of the time, so bear with me. <laughs> I'm I'm here. Uh, he's learning about this as you are, even though he's been there I'm several the, times. Yeah, I'm a witness, but I'm also an audience member, just like you. So. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so con- the Odd I'm, Fellows. I'm connecting with the audience. Okay. We had a moment. Okay, go ahead. All right. You, you need a room? <laughs> oh, shush. All right. The Odd Fellows were a secret society. And I didn't know this until I watched the episode. I'd heard the name, but I didn't know what they did. They apparently helped the poor bury their families. So hmm. they were kind of like a charity. But Oh, yeah. Apparently they did some weird stuff, too, as as do all secret societies. <laughs> So, well, they're secret for a reason. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> they don't want someone yeah, to know something. Yeah, but at something. the same time, there's people that were confirmed to be odd fellows. So it's mm. like, how secret were you? Come on. So, um, yeah. yeah, skeletal remains have actually come out to have been found in odd fellow lodges and temples over the years. So a lot of people think that they were doing really weird uh, rituals with them. And maybe taking bodies that they buried. Who knows? Why rituals? Were they found in a way that was well, like placed like there was I a wanna ritual I want to say happening? somewhere maybe buried in the walls. I don't know. All I know is there's mm. an odd fellow sanctuary in Placerville that we've walked yes. by several times. And I, skeletal remains were found there for sure. Um, so yeah, that's strange. We don't quite know why because secret, you know. Hush, hush. But... <laughs> At the same time, there are some people that are known to have been Odd Fellow members, and those are Theodore Roosevelt. I remember that one. And Eleanor Roosevelt. The original owner of the Carey House Hotel, William Carey. Wait, sorry. What? I didn't mean to stop you, oh, you got but it. I did. Um, Theodore Roosevelt was an Odd Fellow there in Hangtown, in Plastic? No, oh. no, the Odd Fellows were across the okay. country. Okay, I was confused about that. No, yeah. It's not just that location. No, no, no. Okay, continue. This wasn't like a Placerville club, no. Okay, but the the Odd Fellows, the group, was had a location in Placerville. Yes, like, like kind of like the branch. Masons, the Freemasons. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, them and Ulysses S. Grant, who was actually a guest of the hotel, so I'm sure him and William Carey knew each other because I'm sure they were mm. around the same time. Yeah. So yeah, he was a notable guest at the hotel along with. Do you remember? Do you remember any? No. Mark Twain. I just remembered Theodore Roosevelt. Wow. He Mark never Twain. went. Oh. <laughs> no, I remember he was an odd fellow. Oh. <laughs> That's what I mean. Now you're talking specifically Placerville. Yes. All right. The the guests of the hotel. Am I moving too fast, babe? 
Maybe a little bit for me, maybe not for the audience. Continue. Okay. <laughs> Some notable guests of the Carey House Hotel were Ulysses S. Grant, Mark mm-hmm. Twain, Elvis Presley, actress Betty Davis, and then I had to look these guys up because I know the name, I just didn't know, you know, who they were. Elvis Presley. No, I knew Elvis Presley. No, no, I'm saying, I'm just... I'm surprised. Oh. Elvis Presley? <laughs> wow. I thought you were saying, like, you don't know who that is. <laughs> you don't know who Elvis Presley is? What's wrong with no, you? No, I didn't know who Black Bart was, but I knew the name. Uh, he was a notorious robber. And then Buffalo sounds Bill. Sounds like a notorious robber name. Buffalo Bill, I, I've heard that name. He was a well, soldier and then later on a showman mm-hmm. who traveled around. And then Levi Strauss. Of what? Levi's Jeans. They're in Placerville? They stayed at the Carey House Hotel. Wow. Yeah. And Elvis Presley? People stay at a lot of places, babe. They travel. That's crazy, man. Businessmen, yeah. It's just crazy to believe that they were right there, right near us. Right where we stayed. Yeah. I, uh, I, I forget what room Elvis stayed in, but... I remember reading in one of the journals about someone who stayed in that room. Well, because but... just because um, Hi, Carrie House, Carrie House Hi. Hotel is so local to us. Yeah, that it's, it's like a it's kind of baffling drive. to me, and it's such a small place. It's just baffling to me that like they, those people stayed there. Yeah, but they're that famous. Well, Placerville was big because. Oh my God, Lucy! Do you want me to get her? Yes. Was yeah, because that's where the gold rush started, pretty much, just down the road in Coloma. And so a bunch of people were going over there. I don't know why I have this rash on my arm, but it's really bugging me. Is it a ghost rash? No, but it's on both sides of my, uh, what is it? <laughs> Forearm. <laughs> forearm. Slaps arm. The under- what is it? <laughs> <laughs> the, underside, the underside of my forearm. I think it's probably a ghost rash, honey. Well, that's what I'm thinking, because I don't know what the heck it's from. I haven't used anything. Did you come in contact with a ghost? Maybe it just gets inflamed when I'm annoyed during the week. Okay, so let's talk about some juicier stuff. And kind of like the shining star of the Carey House Hotel. So let's talk about the two confirmed deaths Mm. that have happened in the hotel. Stan Lee Devine. Stan Lee Devine. Yeah, or Divine, my bad. Um, so Stan is a resident spirit at the Carey House Hotel and kind of all throughout Placerville's Main Street. I'm sorry um, about Lucy's flying. Because it's fine. That's what birds do. <laughs> so he kind of made his rounds. He was well known to everyone. Um, but sadly... <laughs> He died in around 1867 um, because he claimed to take care of all the sex working ladies in the hotel at the time and kind of everyone else at the hotel. He he said he took care of everyone there and made sure everyone was safe at the end of the night. Um, It's unknown exactly why the altercation happened, but it was with another man. Some people think that he was having an affair with a married woman or Mm. it was a sex worker who was with the man that killed him around the same time and he was like hitting on her or something um 
But he was known to have been a not shy man. He was a player. So Stan, whether he hit on a girl or was having an affair, he said something to a man and it pissed him off. Um, and so the man stabbed him on the staircase mm. in the chest and he fell all the way down the stairs in the lobby until he hit the floor <clears throat> at the base of the stairs and bled out. So if you go to the hotel today, you can stand right where he was stabbed and bled out. Yes. Same stairs. Yeah. I'm sure it's not the same carpet, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Probably not. Um, Probably not. But yeah... Stan's the interesting one of the two, in my opinion. Yeah. The other guy was a gambler. We don't really know his name. But remember earlier we mentioned Irish Dick? Well... Irish Dick was not the one who was killed. He was the killer in this situation. So Richard Crone, a.k.a. Irish Dick, murdered another gambler in the gambling hall around 1849 because the gambler accused him of cheating and then taunted him. And Irish Dick was like, I've had enough of that and I'm going to gut you if you say another word. Mm Mm-hmm. And the guy said another word. <laughs> and so, big Irish dick uh, stabbed him in the chest and pushed him to the ground. And then he had a moment of realization because he knew where he was. <laughs> he knew he was in hang down right across the street from the hang tree. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, I'm going to head out. And he bolted out of the hotel, threw all his stuff down. He ran down the street. And was later found, like, hiding in a bar. Like, I I just picture him, like, curled up in a ball. In the corner. Under the bar. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, shaking in his Bobby. boots. Yeah. Stuck in his thumb. <laughs> so, so they obviously dragged his ass out. And um, they hung him. And that's the end of him. Or is it? Because Irish Dick and Stan are one of the biggest, or two of the biggest ghosts in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So... Hold on, my back hurts. I need to like <laughs> twist for a second. Okay. Leave that in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, not confirmed, but people say that there are a lot of other deaths that happened in the hotel because of flu epidemics. So a lot of people have claimed to see families in the hotel rooms that died while they were staying there. Yeah. That's not confirmed, just the two Stan and the gambler um, were confirmed to have died there. Both in the same manner. Stabbed in the chest. Yeah. Crazy. Wait, I thought Stan was stabbed in the back. Because he was going down the stairs. No, he was stabbed in the chest. Oh. He was just... Pop. Gotcha. Yeah. Popular way of beating someone up, I guess. So... Beating someone up or (laughs) killing them? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to beat you up with my knife I'm going to beat you up permanently. <laughs> that was the old. That was what you said if you were going to kill someone back in the day. I'm or gonna, I'm going to gut you. I'm not going to stab you. I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> Proceed to take out your knife. <laughs> I'm going to beat you up on into the ground. That's rough. So are we going to go into the the way that Stan... An Irish dick are of course, experienced. Of course. Nowadays. So the hauntings in the hotel 
are many. I know you do because I want to talk about Stan because I love Stan. You love him? I love Stan. Why? He's awesome. I think I... You, I you're talking about a dead guy that was murdered on the because stairs. Because I feel like he you was You know the nothing one. about his life. I feel like he was He's the awesome. one. I feel like he was the one we talked to. Plus Maybe. I, plus I kind of have a visual of him because a bunch of um, mediums that have been to the hotel, according to Gene, the investigator that was mm. on the show, kind of have said he's a very, like, meek, shy man. Mm. Like, not shy, but kind of, like... Quiet. Quieter. Reserved. Reserved, but he also, like, flirted. Like, he was a a meek, weak-looking dude. Like, he was short and balding. The way you're describing him, I don't think he was... Am I confusing you? No, no, you're not confusing (laughs) me. I don't think that he was a player. I think he was a creep. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but he doesn't sound cute to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what you make a good point <laughs> i think he was a creeper like a little rat <laughs> no just a really weird old old man well when you hear about what he did every night apparently he would go around the halls and uh this is one of the reports <laughs> he would i'm trying to find the word uh wiggle all the doorknobs to make sure all oh, the doors were locked and that yeah. everyone was safe so some people claim to hear that in the middle of the night, which hmm. I feel like, did we kind of hear something like that? I don't think so. You might have, I didn't. But remember when we were on the bed, mm-hmm. you were like, I heard something. Like the door. Mm. And then we were like, oh, it was probably someone else. Yeah, I guess I just chalked that up to it was probably someone next door or walking by. It probably was, but still. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, God, where was I going? Oh, yeah, Stan. What are we talking about, Stan? Stan is all over the place, like I said. He is said to haunt not only the hotel, but all of Main Street. There's a used bookstore that people claim he hangs out in. Yeah, apparently he walks the strip. Yeah, and grabs women's butts, apparently. That's the big thing. So that contributes to your creep theory. Well, that's (laughs) the main thing. He. <laughs> That's why you wanted to take me there, remember? You were, like, trying to entice me to go to... Well, you had never really heard of no, the hauntings in Placerville at the time when we first went. Yeah. So I was like, we're going to maybe see some ghosts. Maybe you'll feel a little pinch on your butt. It's not going to be me. <laughs> yeah, that's how you, like, convinced me to go. That's You're so like, weird. Wow. <laughs> you were so excited. Like, All right, let's go. Let's and now Stan's your favorite, you say. So, yeah, we have a connection. I don't know what's going on there. Just kidding. Well, um, I think it's... It's creepy. Um, but I don't think he means any harm, you know. Maybe not. He's a little bit weird. I haven't... And it, maybe this plays into me uh, still not being a full believer, but I haven't really heard of ghosts, like, walking the strip, you know? Like, or walking between stores and in... You know what I mean? Yeah, that it was It just kinda... seems weird that if it's if it's, like... I should probably drink my coffee before. It yeah, gets you should cold. drink it. If it's a um, intelligent haunting, then why do, why is that happening in different places in town? If I don't know, I just always think <clears throat> that I feel like if a spirit is somewhere and haunting it, whatever, then 
that's where they stay. Like, they're connected to that location or, or something in that location. Oh, but if he spent most of his life there... I mean, like, I don't know his history. Yeah. But if that was his routine, like, you know about residuals. Like, he yeah. would hang out, and then he'd go back, and he would do his job. He was a bellhop. I don't it know just, if I mentioned that, but Stan was a bellhop. I guess it just doesn't kind of sound important. residual to me, because when I think of something residual, it's more of a feeling, where it's like an, something more intelligent could maybe interact with you more, like the pinching of the butt. Yeah. If, oh, if, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that can happen in the carry house and in the bookstore and in a shop down the way or a bar, like, that's kind of strange to me. I don't... I strange don't like I, you don't believe it or strange like... Strange like I'm having a hard time believing it. Okay. Yeah. I, can, I can see that. Uh, it makes the most sense to me that that would be happening where he died on in the carry house hotel or on the stairs there. Yeah. I think so, but I also think that... Say you died in this apartment. Yeah. Okay. But eventually I moved on and your family moved on to different places. Like, would you hang out here? If you had the choice, would you hang out here? So I'm intelligent. Or would you? I'm yes. an intelligent spirit and I'm stuck here or, or if you on were Earth for whatever reason. <laughs> That's not the case. But if. <laughs> well, wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If I was intelligent. Yeah. You would go to where they were, right? I my grandpa guess. didn't die at my mom's in my parents' house, but but I guess in general least... that's something that's hard for me to believe, is that a spirit could be that intelligent as to make those kinds of choices for themselves in the afterlife. On so you're more like your energy is stuck where you died. Yeah. Okay. I feel like most of the time hauntings are residual, but even if it's intelligent, it it would probably stay with that location. For whatever reason, I, I just feel like you're tied to either, you know, an, an object mm-hmm. or a place. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people think. Okay. But it's just so different because so many hauntings are so different that, like, my grandpa, he died uh, in the hills somewhere on his motorcycle, but Henry was experiencing him mm-hmm. at two years old, never having met him. Yes. And and we'll do an episode on our own experiences mm. in the bathtub in Sacramento. Yeah. So it's like what determines where you go or like where you're tethered. That's what I'm super interested in is I well, feel like if then, you die, well, but my grandpa died in well, then you such can, a brutal. Yeah. It is not like any of us are going to go back there to try to experience him in that place. Yeah. You know. Well, I um, want to, but. But I, I guess it, I just don't know. Um, it, it just opens up another conversation about like, is that a haunting or is that spirit just, or are they the same? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what like, you're saying. Does... Like, are spirits separate from hauntings? Like, should we classify them as different things? Right. Are hauntings purely residual and everything intelligent is spirit? I think or... that hauntings are more tied to an item or mm. a place. But I believe that spirits can, you know, if they can, come and go. When, um, well, before I used to think that spirits, you know, because I grew up, Christian, I am Christian. Mm-hmm. I used to think that spirits would would not stay on earth. They would either go to heaven or hell, you know. Right. And that was it. 
you know, you go where you go and then that's the end of it. You can't return or revisit. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm thinking in it's those kinds so of situations, like with your grandpa, with what I've experienced recently with my grandpa, mm-hmm. um, it that seems more like a like spirit come to visit or mm-hmm. come or maybe like through a window, like peeking in on us. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that would be a haunting no, like this hotel, this hotel, like we live in a hotel, this apartment is not haunted, but we as far both, as we know. yeah, but we both think that we experienced your grandpa the other night yeah, and, um, my parents' house where they lost Paisley was not haunted. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it wasn't haunted itself, but we had stuff happen there. Um, but could be explained by Paisley came to me there, you know, yeah. so if Stan spent, you know, his whole life on that strip because yeah. your life was small, there was nothing else. Like, there were no other people. If he was mostly concerned with the hotel and didn't have any other really solid relationships, I don't mm. know his family life or whatever, but if he was kind of a on-his-own guy and he just hung out who with who with whoever was there... Mm that's where he would be like where else would he go yeah where else would he want to go so if he was more attached to the places instead of the people like the bookstore whatever that was before maybe it was a bar maybe he always went to the bar you know yeah well there have been um reports i don't know if you were going to get to this but in the bookstore Mm -hmm. of books flying off the shelf yeah and it, it sounds like the book didn't the the owner of the bookstore told us that they thought that was Stan, right? I don't remember that. I think they did. Well, that's you could ask him if you go visit. Um, What's it called again? The bookery. Yeah. The bookery. Yeah, but people will say they've experienced him <laughs> the there. The bookery feels haunted. <laughs> it certainly does. It feels just like a, a like a a corn maze of books. I love it for that reason. Yeah, me too. I mean, now I know the layout, but I loved going in there for the first and second time and just feeling like I was lost. I know. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, wait, I've just been here. No, I haven't. (laughs) I know. Now I only hang out in the little tiny paranormal section at the front and like all the little kids' books in the back. I love bookstores. I never go to the other side where all the classics and the history books are. That's probably my favorite bookstore. Yeah. It's really cool. And they're all really nice and mm-hmm. just kind of chill there. And Henry loved the dog that was hanging out there. I remember? Yeah. That was sweet. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Stan, um, like we said. Sorry, that was a tangent. No, you're good. That was that was good. That was real talk. <laughs> good talk. <laughs> he um, mostly hangs out in the lobby and the second floor if we're just talking about the hotel. Um, people have heard doors and windows shaking or rattling. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've been there, you'll know there's glass cases under the counter in the lobby that display like historical items. Yeah. Like old room keys. Those are said to rattle. Like the that, the glass of that. That I believe. Oh, the glass on the outside? Yeah. We've heard that. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like that could have been the air conditioning. Maybe, but if people are reporting that that's a thing that happens... Then that's happened to us, yeah. Or it is just the air conditioning and everyone's just 
feeling the air conditioning. Everyone's just getting rattled. Well, the air conditioning is strong in this place. It could be either way, but we have heard that. We were in the lobby alone that night, I think. Yeah. And we heard it rattling, and we were like, what is that? What is that? And it was like, oh, it's just the glass rattling. But that's a thing people experience. Yeah. And it's cool. Another cool artifact that's in the lobby is the old bellhop outfit that is probably not much different from the ones Dan would have worn. Yeah. And that's on a dress form. So I feel like if he's there, he probably like walks by it and goes like, yep, yeah, those are the good days. Like, I'm going to. What if that was his? No. They would have said it. Well, maybe they wouldn't have known. And I don't think it was that old. I think that one was from like the 20s. Mm. If I'm remembering correctly. I don't know. No, it wasn't Stan's. It wasn't Stan's. <laughs> it for sure wasn't Stan's, but I don't know if it was even that old. Yeah. Um, they see mists that move across the lobby. Um, I don't think we saw any of that. <clears throat> no. But, oh, another cool thing I want to mention mm-hmm. um, is that in the lobby, there's, like, the old keys, there's the old bellhop outfit, but there's also a really old safe Oh, yeah. And the chess table is really old, too. Oh, and the piano. There's a bunch of old stuff in there. It's kind of all old. It's all old. (laughs) But has it all been at the hotel since for a long time? The safe, I want to say. It's been there for a while. The piano was there for a bit. I don't know how long. I can't remember. I don't think the chess table has been there all that long. No, but it's old. Yeah, but I think that's something that's brought in. Yeah, but, you know, who knows what's tied to those, you know? And also the elevator... Um, sometimes people claim to feel Stan in the elevator with them Mm. because it is the original elevator. It's the oldest. It's crazy. And it's such a rough ride. It's scary. (laughs) It's horrifying. (laughs) It's not far off from the Tower of Terror. Scary, but I love it. (laughs) Disney. Um, yeah, that's the original elevator. It's the oldest elevator on the west side of the Mississippi River. Elevator. Elevator. (laughs) On the west side of the Mississippi um, there's a two-person capacity, and you really don't want to bring a bunch of luggage on there because you don't know if it can handle it. <laughs> but Definitely yeah. don't try more than two people unless it's yeah. a very small child. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had Henry on there. I feel like that was even pushing it. It you was know? like, okay, <laughs> we're going to make it, guys. We're fine. Yeah. We're only on the third floor. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you close the like the iron gate, and then you push a button. It's just like you, your feet, when it stops on the second floor i feel like my feet lift off the ground for a second and then slam right down like it's so jarring well it's also (laughs) the most scary part for me is just that it's wide open the only thing that is keeping you inside the elevator and not you know falling down the shaft or getting your arm cut off by something in the in the shaft is that metal gate that you close behind you well, yeah, but it's not wide open. Like, there's not really anywhere to fall. You could reach your hand through that But gate. why would you? I'm just saying you could. It's a little scary. It's not that big to where your hand could fit through it. Yeah, it is. But the, the door is really annoying. So mm. once you open the metal gate, it's yeah. a normal door. Like, you have to open the door and swing it out. And that's so annoying because the metal gate doesn't stay open. Like, yeah. you always have to, like, put your elbow to stop it. 
It's just a whole ordeal. And the ordeal. door is really heavy. Yeah. It wants to slam immediately. Yeah. The only time I go in the elevator is when I want to be spooked. Otherwise, I'm just like, I'll just use the stairs because <laughs> it's just too much of a, it's too much trouble. I like the elevator. Oh, I love it, but it's also just annoying. <laughs> I went on it a couple times And alone. it's loud. <laughs> yeah. And at 3 a.m., I'm not trying to wake up everyone because I don't want everyone to know that I'm hanging out in the lobby hoping that I'll see a ghost. You know. People do it. I think that a lot of people go to the hotel just to be there and feel it. Oh, yeah. I we, think that's why you go. We did to, run into that uh, we, mother and daughter. Yeah. That they had a REM pod in their room and they were mm-hmm. picking up stuff. And they brought it into the lobby and were trying out things. Right? They did? No, I don't think they brought it down. They were oh. just talking to us. Oh, okay. But that was really late too, huh? That was, that like, was like 11 past p.m.? Past midnight, I thought. Something. It was late. So I guess you're right. And then we came back down a little bit later. Yeah. And played chess. Yeah. That was fun. That's where I learned to play chess and then forgot everything after that day. <laughs> we have a chess board now and you'll never play it with me. I'll play it. I just have to be in the right mindset. <laughs> Which is never. Like when I come home from work at 6 p.m. and I have to work at 8 in the morning right. the next day, I'm not going to want to be like, hey, let's play some it's chess. It's Saturday morning. Let me work my brain. Play me a game of chess in a little bit here. I'm not available. In a little bit here. And a little bit here, you mean, oh, shout out to my brother, Dylan. Brr, 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 brr. I just happened? got a text that he just got hired at a coffee shop this really? morning. Yeah. Ooh. Awesome. Shout out to, shout out to his family. Oh man, we got to go get some coffee later. Yeah. Well, when he's working. <clears throat> if you watch the, eight, if you listen to the H3 podcast, they have a sound bite that says shout out to his family. Mm-hmm. And so now I feel like I'm going to say that all the time. We should have a little soundboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. We love you, Ethan and Hila. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to the gambling hall before this just becomes the Stan show. Yeah, we do like to not go out Stan. We love Stan. We stand Stan. What? So the gambling hall gives me the freaking creeps. I hate that room. So is that so much? Is that the room that was empty that we kind of snuck into? Yeah, but also I feel like Josh didn't care. No, it was just open. I yeah, mean, we just walked. Oh, in. Josh is the manager, by the way. He's super cool. He's a younger guy. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Josh. He's awesome. Josh is cool. Um, yeah, the gambling hall is where Irish Dick killed the dude. Yeah. That room freaks me out. I don't know if it's just because it was open and I don't know if it was supposed to have been that night, but it just feels ugh in there. Like, even looking in the window, because you know how the window's kind of like, yeah. um, f- not fogged, what's the word? Um, not glazed, not iced. Frosted. Frosted. Frosted yeah. glass. Looking through... It's just super creepy. So anyway, in the gambling hall, lights have flickered. Um, A lot of people have captured EVPs in there through Spirit Box also. Mm -hmm. Um, And during one of Gene's investigations, I heard this on the show, a whiskey bottle cap actually popped off the bottle during um, an investigation when they were taunting Irish Dick because he hates being called Richard. Mm. He hates it. And so I only dared say it twice or or maybe just once while yeah. we were there. I said Richard. I think I said it a couple more times. Yeah, nothing happened in there, but it was just so it was dark and it was such an open room. Yeah. And 
there were chairs stacked against walls and it just felt super empty but like there was like someone like hiding or something just something creepy you know yeah it it felt to me like um it, i kind of got the same feeling well it also felt it, like we weren't supposed to be in there so i think i think that added to the creep factor yeah <laughs> it felt a little bit like a like a haunted ballroom almost i i think i was thinking of a haunted mansion's haunted ballroom and you know, <laughs> I we was going to say, it reminds me, you know, the scene in The Shining where Jack walks in yes, and it's empty yes. and then he turns around and everyone's in there. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like on a smaller scale, mm-hmm. but that's what it felt like. And yeah. um, I was going to say something else. Oh, another part of it was that w- to get in there, we had to go through that little dining area first because the door was open, yeah. but we had to walk through the dining area. It's like the breakfast in the back, area. the little breakfast nook. And the lights were off there, and I could not find the light switch for the longest time. And it was just creepy and dark back there. But we didn't experience much of anything other than the feeling. Not in that exact place. Yeah. Are we going? But we into... also didn't spend much time. Yeah. Are we going into where we did experience something down there? I was going to go into the basement. Um, oh, okay. Let's do that And first. then the second floor, and then we can do that. Okay. So, hold your horses, hold that thought. Wait, the basement? Yes. We didn't go in the basement. We didn't go in the basement. Hmm. But, um, on the show, Portals to Hell, they talk about a lot of the staff being very creeped out in the basement, hmm. seeing shadows down there, and then also rumors of Oddfellow rituals and activity having happened down there. Hmm. Um, which would make sense if he was part of it. Yeah. Mr. Carey. Um, we've never been down there, but Josh has said that on the show, Josh said that a lot of staff members had just quit. Like he said something like 14 staff members in a year or something. Whoa. Because of the paranormal activity. Check my numbers. Watch the episode of uh, Portals to Hell, guys. It's really good. Um, so that's all I wrote for the basement because we haven't been down there. Mm-hmm. But I know, remember Henry kept wanting to like look down that hallway to the basement? Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it feels weird in the back of the hotel, period. The little coffee area and breakfast nook that leads to the gambling hall is just. Yeah, I, I don't. Stuffy and I don't like being back there. I've said this before, but I don't really um, feel a lot when it comes to like standing in locations and the ride i i felt kind of weird at times i think i said but um yeah that was that made me feel really uncomfortable standing in that area of the carry house even during the day i don't really feel that when i go to places even during the day it's dark back Mm -hmm. there and i know it's because there's no windows but that's and I think it's also that's the area that we had our experience. Well, we turned the lights on too, and it didn't make me feel any better. I didn't. Um, it made I, it worse almost. <laughs> I felt really heavy and like just icked out. Yeah, it was more unsettling <laughs> that the lights were on and it didn't help at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go into the second floor really quick, so then we can go back to our experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second floor, there's uh, apparently a woman who leaves a smell of lavender around which is interesting because a lot of people have smelled lavender um and then 
uh, Jean said that room 207's door opened on its own during one of their investigations, Uh and people have experienced doors opening and closing on their own. Stan, like I said, wiggles the doorknobs at night, so a lot of people hear that. Some of the notable most haunted rooms are 212, which we stayed in, 204, 205, and I think, yeah, the 207. Um, So I want to stay in one of those rooms next time since we've already done 212 and I didn't feel too much there. Um, But people have seen shadow people in the halls. They've heard footsteps, kind of the whole package, balls of light they've seen. Um, reports of a little girl down the hall, which is interesting because now we can dive into our experiences Mm because that kind of leads into it. Remember that one spot in the second floor hallway where I was getting on my EMF? Just that one spot. And I'm pretty sure it's nothing because it's always there whenever we go. Yeah. (laughs) It's probably uh, electric, but... Yeah. um, And the thing about that one, I think if you put the EVP... Um, EMF. EMF, sorry. If you put the EMF down on the ground, you could still see it going, right? We still saw... No? No, and that's what confused me because I'm not... I know that EMF could be super strong and it not be a ghost, I obviously. Mm-hmm. So when I felt that in the hall, I was like, all right, I'm going to check all the way to, the, to wall to wall and ceiling to floor. It floated... About six inches okay. off the floor. So that one too. And it stopped. Yeah. It stopped like far off from the ceiling, you know? Like mm-hmm. it was just in there. And it it didn't go all the way to any of the walls. It was kind of like free floating. Like but the it was one... a, yeah, but it was like a big space where you could feel it, right? It wasn't very just tall. inside. But it was a, a, like it was pretty wide, but it mm-hmm. wasn't tall, you know? Right. Um. It it couldn't have been too big because the hallways aren't big anyway. But, yeah, I I chalk it up to being something, there's a rational explanation because mm-hmm. it's always there in that same spot every time we go. <clears throat> but it's still weird nonetheless. Yeah. Um, And we actually, it's on the Instagram at Paranorcal. There was a... Just one photo I took of the hallway mm-hmm. when we were leaving our room. I took several pictures of the hallway. Yeah. One picture, I got an orb. And I'm not mm-hmm. a huge orb person, you know? Like, I f- if I see pictures with weird, like, blue streaks and stuff, like, that's a different story. But just regular orbs, I'm like, okay, they've got to be pretty impressive to make me bad an eye, you know? But yeah. that one was just weird because... I took several photos on my um, my Nikon throughout that visit, and nothing else was anywhere, you know? But there was one orb there, and I just thought that was interesting. So. Yeah. Because if it was dust, it would have been all over the place, you know? Yeah. I'm not a huge orb believer either. Like, I... When I see orbs, usually I can write it off as like a reflection of or something. Or a bug, or dust, or blah, or blah, a or A, or B, or C, or D, or... Yeah. Yeah. But... Some are cool. That one was interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure if I believe it was really an orb, but it... Yeah, but it's kind of just cool to have been like, yeah, I took this picture. Yeah. Um, the only other picture that I caught... Remember the one when I was taking a picture of the chess table? Mm-hmm. And... 
It was like my picture was messed up or something. Yes. Like every time you took a picture of it. No. No? No, that's the thing. It was just that one picture. I thought you took multiple that were blurry. No, because here, let me pull it up on Instagram. One second. Uh, okay. Oh, I didn't post the one before and after. But mm. that's the weird one. There's like a weird oh, kind of like yeah. ectoplasm-y looking thing. Well, it's not... Um, there's some motion blur happening, but not over the whole thing. Yeah. I've never seen a picture like that. Yeah. I've, I've seen motion blur and like, oh, the camera just won't focus. Yeah. But, but the ones before and after weird. were fine. And, you know, I'm not a professional photographer. It could have been something I did. Like, it, I got it. it. It was new to me when I got it. I got it for my graduation. Yeah. But I just don't know what could have caused it. Because everything else... And I always make sure my photos are in focus. Because and you I'm didn't, just anal about it. You didn't change the settings when you took the other pictures. It was the same exact setting. Yeah. And here's the orb one. Mm-hmm. I zoomed in on it. Oh, right. Yeah, right. see, I don't that... know if that's anything, but... It is a little weird, though, because there wasn't much light in the hallway. Yeah. So, like, what what else could be making that reflection yeah. there? You can see those on our Instagram page. There's actually... Oh, yeah. The next story we're going to go into. The big one. The big, the big one. Yeah, we... Um, is the video on there? Yeah, the video's on there. Cool. So, after this, um, you can go to our Instagram and watch the video of it actually happening. But, yeah, at what time was it? Let me see if it's... It was, like, 2 a.m., I thought. It... Uh, let me see. It could have been earlier. Yeah, I don't remember. It was late. But we were in the... It was the... past midnight. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee gives me the burps. So, and so does baby. Hmm. We were in the hallway, completely alone, at like, somewhere between midnight and 3 a.m. Yeah. And... On one side of the wall, the other side of the wall was the gambling hall. And the other side of the hall behind that wall was outside. Yeah. So, like, a garden area. Um, and where the other... There was a cafe outside, too. So, it was, like, a seating area for yeah. the cafe. So, there wasn't really anything on the other side. Yeah. And we were in the hallway with the EMF. And we were just like, hey, if you're here, you know, let us know. Say hi. You know, all the stuff that the ghost hunters say. And all of a sudden, after not having any hits, yeah, this thing just goes off. Full, and if you've seen an EMF detector, mm-hmm. it went in the red and all the way up. Um, yeah, I think it was five lights. So yeah, it was I on the so. fifth light for a, mm-hmm. like solid. Yeah, for a little while. Um, and so we said, okay, you know, thank you. You're good. Can you make it stop? And then after a second, it went back down. And it was hovering at, like, one or two lights or something. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And then a few seconds Which, later, because I was like, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Which also, before, we didn't see anything. So even when it was hovering at, like, one or two lights, that was more than we were getting before. Yeah. In that same exact spot, there was nothing before. So that's the weird part. Yeah. Sorry. And then, no, can you're I, good. Can I talk about yeah, that? Yeah, because you were the one holding it. Yeah, so it was mostly... I'm saying it was mostly my experience. Oh, for sure. Okay. You were documenting it. I was, yeah. So, um. Shut up. <laughs> with, well, unlike your experience on the second floor when you were holding it and you could feel or you could see the EMF going off in a certain area, you know, you, you could go up a little bit, down a little bit, side, right? And it would still be there, right? It, it wouldn't. It would go away at the wall, but it yeah. was like kind of floating in a bigger space. Yeah. 
This one was a very small, tight space. What do you mean? Do you remember that? The, the energy The itself? energy that we were getting, that we were reading. So we could read the EMF was going off in, in like... An isolated, like... I don't know, maybe like a volleyball size space. You know what I mean? I would say bigger than a volleyball, but yeah. No, it was really small. It didn't go all the way to the floor. Cause it, no, it, it was right in one particular spot. Because if we moved it down just a little bit, it would stop completely. If we go up just a little I'd bit, it would stop it completely. I'll take your word for it right now. Yeah. That's what I remember. So, um, okay. Yeah, so that was oh, the weird thing. Oh, almost like it was reaching out, right? What do you mean? Like, if someone was reaching out to touch it. Like, you wouldn't feel anything above and below the hand, you know? Maybe. I don't know. I just anyway. picture it like, I don't know, maybe like a floating orb, but it was a really small area. And um, so, yeah, we weren't getting anything before. It lit up super fast. We were talking to it. It went down a little bit. It would come back up. But as I moved the EMF detector around, if I went just a little bit too high, it was gone. If I go to all the walls and the floor, there was nothing at all. But in that one tiny tight space in the dead center of the hallway, there was that full reading. And this went on for a little while. It kept going back to the red zone um, on command a lot of the time. On it was, command. That was it the It was thing. intelligent. Yeah. That mm -hmm. was the thing that spooked me is that we were like, all right, you could chill. And it would chill. And we're like, okay, now come near it if you want to talk to us. And then it would light up all the way. So I was spooked mostly because it it wasn't reading it on any of the walls or anything. And it was in such a tight place. There was a lot of air around this area. Yeah. And so... Well, and it was closer to one side than the other. Like, it wasn't just in the middle of the hall. Like, it was closer to the wall that had the gambling hall on the other side. But it wasn't right. up against the hall. The wall. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um... So yeah, it just and the air wasn't on. Remember, the air we were wasn't like, on. "Is the air on? Is the heat on?" What's but why going would on? that even matter if it's picking up I don't electricity? Know. Stuff, I don't know. If it, if it's picking up an electrical signal, where is that coming from? We couldn't, we couldn't figure that out. It wasn't our phones. Our phones were away. Yeah. Or, or well, yours was and out, I even but you tried were standing pretty far back. Forward, remember, and it right. didn't go off. It wasn't doing much of anything. Yeah. It would only go off when my phone, when I would like go to a whole new app or something. Mm. Yeah, or like refresh a page. Yeah. yeah. And I um, tested that out. So it wasn't any of our phones. But even then, that was when you were holding it right next to it. Yeah. And most of the time, you were standing pretty far back. I was pretty far back recording Mine was it in my live. pocket. Yeah, we were live streaming. Yeah. So I thought that was nuts. It that... was because then after a minute, it was gone. Gone. Gone, gone. Yeah. Well, we were there for a little while, but then it turned off and it was gone. Yeah, and it yeah. was like, bye, I'm out, you're boring. Couldn't find it again. We kept going back to that spot. Um, Ow. What happened? Nothing. I have like a pimple on my scalp. Oh. You know. Um, yeah, so we kept going back to that spot throughout the evening, or morning, early, early morning. Yeah. And we it kept, never came back again. We kept going back to try and get it again, but it was not there. And when we went back, I was also checking the walls and the ceiling and floor and trying to 
pick up another electrical signal. Like maybe it was something that was emitting outside the walls and we only felt it in that one spot, but nothing at all. Yeah. Nothing. That was definitely like a game changer for me. Because we go to these places and we've been to the Union Hotel. We've been to places that are said to be haunted and like nothing has happened. And part of me was like, yeah, nothing's going to happen here either, but it's fun. And then that stuff happened, and I was like, holy, what? That was the biggest experience that I've had. Uh, There were a couple other times when I was sitting in the couch in the corner of the lobby. Yeah. And the EMF was in the center of the table or on the chair across from the coffee table. Oh, yeah. And it spiked a couple times, but that was it. Because I was trying to talk to Stan. But also, I didn't want to talk too much, and I didn't want to be too loud, because I didn't want to get in trouble, you know? Well, we didn't want to wake anyone up, either. There were people sleeping right above us. Yeah. And the sound travels there, you Mm -hmm. know? But yeah, that was our big experience there. Um, It was nuts. I'm trying to think of... I think that was the moment that made me much more of a believer. Since we're on Placerville, tell them real quick about the antique store. Oh, shoot. That was the other one. So my two... That's Main Street Antiques, right? Or is that Empire? I think it's Empire. It's the one in the theater. It's the big one. Where we always buy her. The big one that goes in a loop. Yeah. Um, So... That's reported to be haunted too, by the way. Okay. Yes, it is. So my two big experiences that have made me more of a believer were both in Placerville on the same strip. Um, In that antique store... You were out looking looking around at something else, just maybe on the other side of the store. I was over over in the creepy doll area. Yeah, you were on the other side of the the loop. Um, and I was on the left side. Like, if you walk in and you go left, kind of middle left area of the um, store. And I was looking at something on one side, and I heard a cabinet close behind me, like, clear as day is a cabinet had closed um you know it it sounded like a like a creak and then and a you slam didn't bump anything right i didn't bump anything but also it was on the other side of the oh of the room, aisle of the aisle it wasn't in the same pod you were i in? was a good 10 feet from it oh so i turned around and sure enough there's nobody on this side of the store with me because it was a slow day and um the on the cabinet there was a small um it was like a shoulder yeah like a shoulder bag yeah not really a purse smaller um but it was swinging it was swinging pretty on hard the door right on the doorknob mm-hmm. of the of a cabinet so certain i'm certain that the cabinet closed <laughs> that that much is clear um and I remember but you I coming just, up to me. I can't <laughs> imagine that it was just open for a while. Yeah. And then just, I don't know, it, it just closed on its own or, or the is, air conditioner yeah, blew it. Yeah, there is no air conditioner in there that could be strong enough to do I that. I opened the cabinet and then, like, the door's not, it doesn't move on its own. It, it like, it, it's kind of squeaky. So, like, if you open it, it'll pretty much stay wherever you open it to. Yeah. So Damn. I was really weirded out by that. I wish I was there for that. Yeah, the only thing that's happened in the antique store for me, and I, I think it was pretty much, I think it was nothing, 
but I could also never like disprove it. You know, I was on the other side that you were on. Mm-hmm. Actually, the opposite side. I was on the doll side. Yes, the right side. Um, and I was by myself, and I just started. I heard Christmas music. Also, sorry guys if you can hear noises in the background. Our neighbors are moving. It sounds like, and they're going up the stairs and down. But yeah, I heard a Christmas song, like just instrumental, like it was from a toy or something. And I turned around and I was like, uh, excuse me. And there was a Christmas angel doll that was on, you know, and it was, I think it was just on. I don't think it was motion activated because that would have made it creepier. But it was on and it like did a thing where it like uh swayed back and forth mm. kind of like just you know how the animated little angels are for christmas yeah um and it was holding a candle and i was like all right that's what it was doing that's it was just playing music but then i turned around and it did it again and it was just a really short snippet of a christmas song and i turned around and it was still on but i never heard it again and i went up to it and i was like waving in front of it to be like okay is it motion activated song yeah and i was like looking at it waiting for it to go off again to see if it was a timed thing did you try picking it up and see no, it like was how big. it works oh okay so i didn't pick it up i didn't want to break it yeah um but it never went off again i never heard it again mm. it was just two short snippets of christmas songs and it could have been something that was broken in it or something but it was just really weird. It was weird. That whole back area with the dolls is weird. Yeah. So I think that's Empire. If yeah. you if you end up on that strip, go into Empire and look around for a little while. Spend some time there. You might maybe something'll happen. Just make sure you wear a mask because the owners and the employees are all pretty old. Yeah. And they're sticklers about it. But well, they're friendly too. Sometimes and we talked talk to them about the <laughs> activity there oh they, yeah when we were buying they told us that a lot of people feel stuff and i told them about my experience with the cabinet and they were like, they were oh, like that's not stan. unheard of yeah. remember they even said stan could have been stan yeah yeah so weird but anyway so everybody in the area kind of understands that these things are happening yeah and if you tell them a story they're open to hearing it and yeah get their opinion on it Yeah. They never really say, like, oh, that's for sure, you know. And if I try to ask them about, like, is there anything that's happened to you? They're kind of quiet about it. But they'll be like, oh, that's interesting, you know. Yeah. Like, they don't have posters on all the stores saying, it's haunted, come in. No, no. Where we were on, you know, portals to hell. And, you know, they're humble about it. They don't advertise it Mm -hmm. like some places do. But, um, yeah. I think that... It's pretty much all I have to say about Placerville. The rest is Coloma, and we'll dive into Coloma a different day. Yes. That's pretty jam-packed, too. Right near Placerville. Yeah. So I think we'll go ahead and uh, end our podcast there for the day. This is actually a longer one. Look at us. We went over an hour. We sure did. Yeah. All right, folks, if you enjoyed the podcast, um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Paranorcal. And you can also follow Dustin's art on um, Instagram at Mr. Ginger. Two R's at the end of Mr. Ginger. Yep, Mr. Ginger. <laughs> and um, Oh, and can... Mr. is spelled out. Sorry. Yeah, it's spelled out. <laughs> <laughs> Old fashioned. Um, you can uh, listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public 
what are the other ones we're not on Stitcher, apple Podcasts yet google, google podcast google podcast um let us know how you enjoyed it you can comment on any of our posts you can dm us any of your personal experiences we'd love to um feature those on our podcast we had our first viewer submission last time and it was really really cool so please send us your experiences especially if you're a paranormal investigator if you have any locations you'd like to recommend us um to cover in an episode in the future make sure you do that yes um we want to have a community have a conversation with fellow paranormal enthusiasts um yeah what else is there <laughs> you can email us at paranorcal at gmail.com also yeah. um to get a hold of us and share with us your stories and recommendations and i think that i think most people probably listen to podcasts on apple Podcasts. yeah we're working um, on it i'm gonna send an email this week and see if we can get that on there pretty quick because we're going to be uploading podcasts every week now mm-hmm. um so and i think once we have a better setup i want to start doing video versions on youtube because i know sure. that like with my podcast that i listen to i prefer it on youtube lucy <laughs> you need to calm down she yeah. was over there like peeking her head around like there was an earthquake or something like what's going on yeah i want to start a youtube um just so, you know, for me, I like watching the people that helps me get to know them more, I think. Yeah, it and, would be cool if you guys could see us. And for me, sometimes the podcasts are hard to navigate, like the apps themselves. I don't know if I'm just dumb. Probably just dumb. But yeah, I like YouTube. It's okay, honey. So we'll just try kidding. to get on there. <laughs> <laughs> We're also working on a Patreon. So if you would like to support the show, um, you can do that there once we have it up. Um, and that'll help us get better equipment, better settings for videos. It's um, probably what we're going to need in order to get started on doing more videos. Yeah. Because we do need a better setup. In fact... And merch! We I want to make merch. We might not be able to do a YouTube setup until after we move out of this place. Yeah, maybe. It's small and the babies come in and we're going to have Well, but space. if people want to bear with our crappy looking videos... <laughs> yeah. You know. Sure. We got good content. That'd be fine. It just doesn't look very pretty. (laughs) Our logo does. Our logo does. And our merch will. That's just a shout out to yourself, Dustin. Thank you. You designed our logo. Um, Um, But our merch will look nice, too. uh, (laughs) If we ever have enough listeners to even, like, make merch, you know. I just want to, I want to make one for myself. We could just start on Redbubble. We could just start with a Paranorcal Redbubble and support the show that way. And we can buy our own stuff. It would only we be could do us. That today. <laughs> it would be only us buying our own stuff. That'd be fine. Well, eventually, I would like like embroidered logos on hats and embroidered on a shirt. Like that would be awesome. That would be really cool. Plus, I think I would have some pretty cool quotes to put on shirts too. You know. Anyway, you're pretty much well, influential uh, like that. We're gonna end the <laughs> episode here, so you don't have to listen to our ramblings. Um, <laughs> I think that's like, why they Guys, listen. Shut up. We listened to the podcast. You told us about the hotel. Get out. Enjoy your weekend, or the rest of it. Um, We are hoping that you're staying safe out there. Uh, Have a wonderful week. Shout out to your family. And we will see you next time. See you next time. Good. Bye.